demasiado caliente Con una curva como que tengo 20 Y le quité si si me pongo de espalda De ese safari que yo soy la serpiente La pantera negra que te controla Bienvenidos a RDMN y a Ambera Valletti Flores And I'm Miriam Suela Perez And we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes Each year we bring you music from the Latina artists that we love, and this week we are bringing you some new music, Black History Month edition. <laughs> exactly. So Tell us about this first song yeah, that you brought, Perez. I feel very grateful, and maybe this is actually on purpose, that like the like Afro-Latin artists that I had on my mind that I like was searching for to see if they had new music, had new music, including this person. So perhaps it's on purpose, because they know that people are going to be looking for music by Black artists this month. Although we're always looking for music by Black artists, but today we're going to focus on Afro-Latin artists. So this is a song, um, a new song by Amara La Negra and Safari called Safari. Let's take another look. I've been bossed up el jefe presidente. Normal que me vuelva a llamar, que fue fenomenal, que me quiere chocar, que me le moví como un animal de batería, full no paro de vibrar, 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 full no paro de vibrar, 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 que me le moví como un animal. A ti te doy el cucu, I love this. Yeah, it's good, right? It's very good. Mm -hmm. Also, I feel like I haven't heard Amara do this like, I'm not like super keeping track of her all the time, but I feel like she's got this like, sort of like raspy voice situation, like very mm -hmm. like, you know, like a low-key smokes a pack a day, mm -hmm. but in a sexy way. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I like it too. I also haven't been following her very closely, but it also doesn't look like she's had that much music lately. Um, okay, do you follow Love and Hip Hop at all? I imagine the answer is no, but... No, okay. I don't. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Me neither. But obviously that's the that's the not obviously, that's the show that like brought her to prominence. Yeah. And yeah. so Safari I learned based on and I don't know if it's how he pronounces his name. He's a Brooklyn rapper. If it's Safari is Yeah, Safari. he's like Jamaican. Safari. I mean yeah. maybe he's from Brooklyn, but he's Jamaican. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um so apparently they were dating, supposedly. They were co stars on Love and Hip Hop, but then when I went to Google it, um, Uh, she said sometime after that it was actually a fake relationship. They were just doing their oh, job. Que dramatico. So, was it a PR relationship or was she just like really trying to shade him after the breakup? <laughs> well, <laughs> she's trying to shade him so bad. I imagine she wouldn't be recording new songs with them. Well, that's the other thing that's confusing. I wonder if like, are they, yeah, if it's just more part of like doing their job or what the deal is. I couldn't, I'm also very, very possible that I'm not up on the latest with them because I really just did like a quick Google to figure out what was going on. Um, but I did really like this song and I think it's interesting. She, um, you know, she uses the word cuckoo in this to talk about, you know, her vagina. And I just think it's interesting, like the number, the, all the names, obviously like lots of cultures have like interesting names. I feel like in Spanish and the different, depending on where you're from, like the different words for pussy or mm -hmm. vagina are just like kind of incredible like how many different words there are yeah it's so funny i feel like dominicans and venezuelan slang is so like like it's weirdly alike like mm. there's i've i've all i've said this before like i feel like there's like a very like 
specific cultural connection, I think, between Venezuelans and Dominicans. Like, there's there are a lot of similarities. And, like, the Venezuelan slang for vagina would be cuca, mm-hmm. not cucu. Mm-hmm. It's, like, so close. Cuca. I had a tia cuca. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, that would well, not have worked out for her in Venezuela. No, definitely not a thing. And uh, yeah, I don't even. Although there's also like a like a molassesy cookie in Venezuela that's called a cuca. So you know, whatever. Oh shit! I wonder if there's any connection <laughs> between that that slang and that. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not up on all the like Cuban slang. There's probably so much that I just am not privy to. Um, definitely, like growing up, we called it a pee pee, but that's like you know, obviously. Mm, much more mm, sanitized mm, than I think Cuckoo <laughs> is potentially. <laughs> um, so, you know, Amara La Negra, you know, obviously her stage name really celebrates her blackness, but also she puts that like in her bio and like her language about herself. She says, I think that's what it's about is celebrating her blackness, which I think is really um, a beautiful thing about her. Also, it's sort of that same kind of like Cardi B, like black women who are also of Latin descent and like really emphasizing the the duality of that and like the the... Yeah, the reality of being like Afro Latin, and sometimes those things get erased on one end or the other. So, yeah, um, I know she's, she's a- you know like some. Uh, it's interesting with um, the like black artists in Latin America. Like it, some folks are just like, yeah, this is like who I am, and it's not like you know historically it's just been like we're you know like Celia Cruz for example. She's not like that. She talked right. like she didn't talk about being black, and being black was like a big part of like her artistry. But it wasn't, but I feel like Amara La Negra is like very like upfront, like I am black and I'm Latina. And like, these are all the ways that like this industry is like fucked up around my blackness. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to like actually just like shove it in your face a little bit extra to account for that. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, and she, I mean, I, again, I don't know all the details, but I know in love and hip hop, there was a lot of like experiences of racism on her end right from like what happened on the show and like the way that she was treated by different people in the industry and stuff so it's been a part of her experience and like speaking up too yeah for sure but yeah i liked the song it's so good yeah i'm adding it to the playlists love it love it <laughs> are your playlists still like thematic or mood or how do you do your playlist i usually they're usually very time bound they're like okay. seasonal like summer ish or winter ish you know like okay that's usually how they go for me i mean i also have thematic ones that i'm like constantly tinkering with but like i will usually be like these are all the songs that i'm like into in this moment and be like rotating them and then Sometimes they get like shuffled into the various other playlists, but yeah, got a few things going. I feel like I um, could really use like some work on my playlists. I feel like I, I really like dropped the ball for a long time. And so now I just have like old playlists that feel outdated. And then lately I've just been going to like my liked playlist, which is just like a ton of songs because I just feel lost with the the rest of my playlist, which is a bummer. I feel like I need to like, yeah spend some time with it or yeah having like spending like a friday with like a glass of wine in your playlists is mm-hmm. like a nice little activity or like a sunday afternoon yeah and you could start by like okay like what do i want a nice playlist for like do i want a nice mm-hmm. playlist for a dinner party like do i want a nice playlist for like 
sadness do I want right. a nice yeah. playlist yeah, a lot of minor or whatever it is you know as, yeah mm-hmm. I um I actually just made a teen nostalgia playlist because I was driving I went to visit my family and so I was driving home to where I grew up and it just like that's like the only time really where I feel like listening to the music that I grew up listening to which is nothing like I mean the music that I grew up listening to meaning like what I was choosing not like what I was hearing around me so not uh-huh. loud music at all um and it's 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 a really funny because it's so different than like my music taste now, but it does hit and like I remember all the words still, you know, like they're in the recesses of my brain. Um, there you go. Very specific, <laughs> random stuff I listened to in high school. So I do have that, but I, that's not what I want to listen to on the regular yeah, yeah, yeah. at all. <laughs> so, so yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we got to add something to your playlist. Um, what's your first pick? My first pick is another Dominican artist. This song is called Era de Cristal and it's by Jay Noah. Sentada en el piso 7, mirando como cae la noche al cielo Y una lágrima que adorna mi cara y rueda en mi cuello Refugiada en mi pasado con un presente tan bello Cerrando cada ciclo, cortándome mi cabello Buscando el sueño, porque el insomnio me arropa La mente no se calla y eso a legua se me nota Que mi salud mental se ha vuelto poca Pero eso no significa que mi cabeza esté loca La vida no es tan mala, yo me he empeñado en hacerla difícil Por hacerme fuerte y me están matando todas las crisis Depresión, ansiedad, la maldita inseguridad Escribo estas letras cuando no puedo ni respirar La gana de llorar, pero si lo hago me siento sensible Se nota mi agonía, el ego, esto es imprescindible Si esta vida es mía, ¿por qué diablo no he podido ser libre? ¿A quién yo le debo algo? ¿Quién ya metió las narices? Al Estado, ¿por qué la felicidad es tan efímera? ¿Por qué la tristeza es insistente y vuelve si se va? Se han preguntado si es necesario que cita la maldad Se han preguntado por qué el humano no sabe amar Lamento que tome la era de cristal Y están ignorando el que en verdad está mal Estoy sufriendo un colapso de salud mental Tiro un grito de ayuda y me aplaudieron sin parar Lamento que tome la era de cristal Y están ignorando el que en verdad está mal Estoy sufriendo un colapso de salud mental Tiro un grito de ayuda Como quisiera explicarle al mundo que la vida mía no trajo instrucciones Que no estoy obligada a vivir bajo sus perfecciones Que yo veo mi defecto que porfa no lo mencione Que hay que ser amable que cualquiera tiene depresiones en el pecho a cota boca arriba that's a heavy one yeah yeah it's like a deep dive into you know mental health struggles Mm -hmm. yeah it's important yeah yeah have you brought her to the show before yeah so i don't know if i have brought her to the show before i she's been on my radar for a few years um but i'm not sure if she's made it onto the podcast before jayno is dominican she's a really skilled rapper um, and she had this like really great tiny desk performance. I want to say like a year ago that was making the rounds, and it was like you know blowing her up a little bit more. Um, but I can't remember if I have brought her before. Um, but either way, I think that she's like sort of like coming up and like you know showing no sl- sign of slowing down. So um, I wanted to make sure to feature her here today. Um, and her latest is, you know, like pretty powerful. She's, like I mm-hmm. said, like a really skilled rapper, has like a tendency toward like really heartfelt lyrics um, and like sort of like an intellectual, I would say. Yeah, no, this is really powerful. And like the visual is also very striking, like the yeah. the, narr- the visual story, too. Yeah, yeah, it is. I like her a lot. I think she's worth um, keeping an eye on this year. Yeah, it's not surprising that we have like a number of Dominican artists here just because they're such a big 
Afro-Latin community in the DR and in, in the music industry as well. Yeah, yeah, there's a big Afro-Latino community in the DR, and um, there's also a lot of Dominican migration to the United States, yeah, which, yeah. like you said, impacts like the number of folks coming through the U.S., um, pop and various sort of music industries. All right, well, this next duo is a rather than a favorite, not Dominican or Caribbean. Well, they're from Panama, so I guess that is technically part of the Caribbean. Because that's a Caribbean coast. Well, maybe yeah, it has Caribbean. some Caribbean coast. I don't know if people consider Panama Caribbean, but I think they're spiritually Caribbean. It's sort I of mean, like Venezuela, of, you know? I know. There's a lot of connection there. Yeah. 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 Let's take a listen to Otro Año by Los Racas. El día de San Valentín solo pienso en ti. Me muero por vela, quisiera tenerla. Que no pase otro año. Me hace mucho daño, amor Estoy viviendo una condena Pasa el tiempo y todavía no regresa Le marqué el celular, no me contesta Me está volviendo loco en la cabeza No te saco de mi mente Pienso en ti la 24-7 Lo diera todo para volver a tenerte Me muero por dentro, sí, por verte happy to see that they've released new music this month um this came out the day before valentine's day which makes sense because it has a valentine's day theme to it very sweet and tender um they are yeah they're a panamanian duo and based in the bay area and they have a lot of really great music and and have a good amount of music also celebrating blackness and celebrating their blackness specifically in africa yeah, yeah for sure kind of an iconic one of um in that um in that realm so that's you know important given how much racism and anti-blackness there is in everywhere but especially in latin america so i appreciate them for that too yeah yeah it, i'm happy to see that they're still working and putting stuff out and they they have a lot of feelings and they express their feelings in their music so i'm sold <laughs> <laughs> uh what's next for you so this is a new artist that I am excited about. Um, this is a Garifuna artist, and mm. I'm not sure if we've brought too many Garifuna artists Mm-mm. to the show. So I'm excited to bring Coco by the artist Goddessy. Yeah. You wanna taste that coco? You wanna taste that coco? You wanna taste that coco? This is my love, my body make a loco. Yeah, 
much um mm. and like i said goddesses garifuna um and uh, yeah i'm not sure if we've talked too much about garifuna people here on the show garifuna folks are descendants of an afro-indigenous population that were originally on the caribbean island of saint vincent so it's like it was like indigenous people and people who had like been brought to saint vincent um, as part of the slave trade and then like were like kicked off of the island all of those folks were kicked off of the, this island on St. Vincent and um, were exiled to the Honduran coast sometime mm. in the 18th century but like were also like in a situation where they were mostly pretty isolated from other Honduran communities mm-hmm. so like you know in that like landscape and in that specific with that specific ethnic mix like that's been isolated from other places in Honduras like the Garifuna culture emerged so it's like it didn't just like blend into the rest of Honduras but like rather like it was like its own sort of distinct cultural identity and remains that way right and today there are Garifuna people all over and I think there's a pretty sizable community here in New York City um but um Godesy given name Odyssey Mm -hmm. uh, was born in Roatang which is a little island off of Honduras and Mm -hmm. I just love this so much I love that this is like sort of like this like dance holly style and she's got this like buttery voice and it's just great. I recommend that you check out her catalog. Yeah, and this video is also really powerful and has like a a powerful narrative, like visual narrative, I think that also probably tells some of the story of like the Garifuna people. Just like there's some visuals at the beginning that seem like they might represent that, like history of slavery and other things. Um, and then some like ceremonial stuff. So yeah, it's really it's a really beautiful video as well. I learned about... Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I learned about Garifuna history and culture a little bit when I was working with um, Move to End Violence because they did um, kind of like a exchange partnership with um, the Garifuna folks from Honduras um, in the last year. Yeah. And they they had like a a gathering with like U.S. activists and Garifuna folks and ended up going to Puerto Rico um, and bringing people together. And there was some like Garifuna translation happening too, which I was like, not doing any of but like sort of helping to coordinate so anyway it was interesting and yeah i learned a little bit more about the history and there's a lot of fights between like the Honduran government and the garifuna people and a lot of displacement and and different things happening because of where the those communities are and like the desire to develop the coastline and all these different things so right right because it's this beautiful coastal Mm -hmm. area Mm -hmm. yeah so there's a lot of fighting going on between yeah the the self-determination and like the land of the Gaidufna people and the government, you know, not surprisingly. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also incredible organizing activism happening as well. But yeah, this is beautiful. That's Thanks so for, dope. I wasn't, she was not on my radar at all. Yeah. Yeah. She's sort of new to me too. So I'm, I'm excited to be able to highlight her. Awesome. 
What do you have next for us? Well, staying on the Caribbean tip, um, also not surprising just because of the Afro population in the Caribbean is, is strong. Um, yeah. This is some Cubaton. It's called Mi Bandolera, and it's by Ovi and Gente de Zona. Y en mi bandolera, ya presumen de lo que tiene, ya no exagera, y no lo hace. Morena, que rico lo menea. Me da un sentimiento que por dentro me quema. Daría lo que sea para que conmigo se fuera. Para así poder amarla a mi manera. Baby, tú eres peligrosa. Y ya me estás envenenando. Cuando te quitas la ropa, mi paciencia se va agotando. Yeah. El monero es casualidad. About a new Gente de Zona track. I'm a big fan of Cubaton and they've been doing the thing for a minute. And this is yeah. actually a, a song on a new, an artist that's new to me, but looks like actually pretty big, has like a pretty big following, is making music since 2020, named Ovi, OVI, not to be confused with OVY, who's the producer that lots of people know from his producer tag, Ovi on the drums, who's a Colombian. We had to really make sure we were clear yeah we had to do some like research <laughs> i was like which is this that ovi you know we had to like do some like a little bit of digging and then that's yeah. when i realized that ovi the producer is spelled with a y and this yeah. guy is spelled with an i yep and Colombian. you know what's really funny is that my sister Catherine, in regards to the producer one time was like made a comment to me that was like do you think that like when ovi decided to play the drums his parents were like oh my god don't do it and i'm like play the drums <laughs> and I was like she was like yeah you know Ovi on the drums I was like oh my god like the drums like the drum machine not <laughs> he's not like a literal drummer in the background of songs he's a producer like she's, it was so funny to me I'm like but uh, like it was a, such a reminder to me that like most people like do not give a fuck about who's producing a track and don't even think about it even with like producers being so much more in the spotlight these days mm -hmm. you know because i thought that maybe this is like okay it's like oh maybe always doing like a tiny thing or like a pharrell thing where they're like okay like i'm the star now you know but I was like, yeah, girl, Obi is not on a literal drum set. He's like on the drum machine, on, on a drum machine making the track for Carol G to sing on to. <laughs> Obi on the drums. Yeah, that's funny. I was like, he's that's not cute. playing drums, girl. I mean, that's maybe cute. he also plays drums, but that's not what he means. <laughs> I imagine that a lot of people probably make this mistake between Ovi with an I and Ovi with a Y. Yeah, um, it's a choice. We can't it's be the only choice, ones. But, you know. But, yeah, this... He, this guy's new to me, but he has a lot. He has he has a pretty big following, so I think we've just not been on the right tip. Um, this yeah. album 
<clears throat> this album is titled El Acere de Aceres, which just feels so Cuban to me, and I love it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm a fan. Are you? Do you Amazing. like Cubatón? Are you a fan of Cubatón? Um, I am not a huge follower of Cubatón, but you know, I've like you know jammed to a few Gente de Zona songs yeah. in my day. Yeah, yeah, they're they're likable. They're likable. Yeah. All right. What you got for us next? So my last song on the regular non-members episode is by another artist that's sort of new to me. It's an R&B artist named Junior Zamora, and this song is called Yellow. from Cali who I actually came across through Song Mess because Song Mess did like a whole series on artists from Cali who I um, I've, been, I've, I've followed and I to the last music episode brought another artist from Cali that I also was hearing about I think through a lot of sort of different pathways but um, Richard also highlighted in his work on Cali called Dawari Damper. I almost brought them today, but I was like, I'm not going to bring them again. I just brought them to the last music <laughs> episode, so I like quickly changed it. Um, but uh, check them out too. But yeah, I really like this. I think his voice is so like, it's like very like Frank Ocean vibes, you know? I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Also, he's wearing a really interesting like mesh out, like a... Uh, Almost looks like chainmail. I don't know if you saw the video, but he's wearing this like chainmail like shrug thing kind of. I didn't pay that close attention to the video, but I paid <laughs> enough attention to know that the art direction was spot on. I was like, "Ooh, this is fun. This is like sleek. This is cool." Yeah, I like it. I like the I like the sound a lot. Very interesting. Yeah, also, y'all I, I kind should of, check him out. I love somebody who who's named Junior. You know, I just think it's such a. Oh. <laughs> Excellent, Junior. <laughs> it's a very Latino thing. I mean, it's like, is he actually a, is he actually just Junior, or is he like you know, Federico Junior, and then everyone just calls him Junior because his dad is Federico. You know? Oh, like, interesting, interesting. <clears throat> yeah, I have no idea because some people will be named Junior, like that's their name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my yeah. father 
was named after his father. And so they called him Junior growing up, which he hated, which makes sense given what I know about my father. He would never want to be like secondary in that way. Um, but, you know, that was just a nickname. It was not actually his name. Yeah. Yeah. I love our people and our naming conventions. For sure. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Happy Black History Month and hope you enjoy some of this new music. Yeah, we really love these folks and think you should check out the rest of our catalogs too. And we try to incorporate Black artists, mm-hmm. obviously, all the time. Yep. But, uh, you know, it's February, so we're just highlighting some good folks this month. Absolutely. Um, as always, all the information about these songs is in our show notes on RadleyManana.com. And make sure to follow us on Instagram, on, you know, we're on Twitter sometimes. That place is a mess now. Um, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> follow us. Really, the spot spot is the newsletter. Yeah, because that we're letting y'all know the little things that we're into and all that stuff so make sure to follow us on there and as always thank you so much tonight for the editing we'll see you next week babes bye they have been bossed up and have been presidente